0: We're in the Gemara, on the top of Davchofalof, Omeralof. The Gemara here is discussing a case that we had regarding a uh, barrel of wine, of Truma that broke, and it's dripping down into another barrel, which is from Chulun to If you allow it to drip into the Chulun, which is Tomei, so everything is going to become ruined. So now no one can eat it anymore. No one can drink from this wine. You can't drink from... the, uh, the A Kayin can't drink from this wine, because it's mixed with the... it's tatame. A uh, Yisrael can't drink from it because it's Truma. So the question is, are you allowed to save it or not? Morehead talks about this case and adds another detail to it. So we had an argument before whether you have to let it drip into the bottom. Are you allowed to be metamed, be a daim and not let it drip into the bottom barrel of cholin? So the machreke is the shenaflo l'pachis sa chulin tmeyin. If the trume is going to be dripping into the barrel of chulin and that barrel is less than a hundred sa' so against the trumeh Avel naflo l'meyeh chulin tmein. But if this wine of trume that drips into the chulin has a hundred times as much more than the yeh than the trume, then divri akoyl with v'tetameh Everybody will agree that you have to allow the wine to drip down into the chulin, if you have no way to save it, in a tardig way, you have to allow it to drip down there, and you cannot make the trume, directly by hand and not allow it to go in. And the reason is, if it goes into the chulen and it becomes bottle there, so even if a coin won't be able to use it, a Yisrael will be able to use it, so it doesn't become useless. We said before the only hat of you to be, be a dime is if there's hef sed But if a, if a if a Yisrael could still eat it, so then there's no problem. Tanya Ami we learned this in the as well. Havis, shenishbara begasal Yaina, a barrel that's broken in the in the on the top in the top of in the place of the presses. V'tachtel meya chulin t'mein and under it there's another barrel that has chulin a hundred times more than the trume. So here, made the Rabbi Yezel, Rabbi Yishua, Rabbi Yezel would agree to Rabbi Yishua. If you're able to save a reviis of this trume betare, so then you have to do that. That that still remains. But v'im over here, Rabbi Yezel will be made teited v'tetame v'aliyatamena biyat. It has to go. You have to allow it to drip down, and it goes into the chulin, and you should not make it tome Don't make the trume tome directly by hand. Because, in this case, it's not a Hafsid Merubah. Now, the Gemara has a question. What did it say over here? Who's made it to who? It says, Rabbi Yezer is made it to Rabbi Yeshua. So, the question of the Gemara is, it should be the other way around. It was Rabbi Yezer that always said. He was the one that said that you have to let it drip down, even in a case when it is a Hafsid Merubah. So, it should have said, Rabbi Yeshua is made it to Rabbi Yezer. That Rabbi Shua holds in this case that you have to let it drip down, even though usually he holds you're not, you don't have to let it drip down. The opinion should be the other way around. Rabbi Shua is the one that's made it to Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Shua usually holds you don't have to let it drip down, and here he says you do. That's what it should have said. Rave says, Rabbi, you're right, you have to switch what it says in the Braisa here. It's Rabbi Shua that's made Says, you don't have to switch the opinions. And really, it's going on the first part of the Brayse. What did it say in the first part of the Brayse? If you could bring a clean vessel and save from it, a revius you're obligated to save from it a revius it's on that case that he's saying that Rabbi is made it to Rabbi And what's the Chiddush there? What it's talking about over here is Bekeli, that he's bringing a clean vessel. But however, the vessel is not fully clean. The interior of the vessel is clean, but the exterior is Tome. We had before an example, if you have mashkin that touches an exterior of a Bekeli, the exterior becomes Tome and the interior remains Toher. That's the kind of vessel we're talking about. So Mao Data Tayman Dilma Naga Gabwe Bitruma. I would think that in such a case we don't allow you to do this because it's gonna come it's very it could very be very easy for it to come and touch the outside of this vessel and you make the truma tomate. Kamash that was the khiddishavir of this Brahsa that Abel is Maida, that since the interior is Tahir, you are allowed to go and catch this truma that's dripping into this vessel and we're not concerned that it's gonna to become tomai. This is the end of the first paydik of Masekhti Shabbos. Okay. Masekhti Psachim. Very good. Okay. So, we're beginning the, new, the second paydik here. And we go back to the main subject that we started with. In the first paydik, which is the union of chametz, Bidikas chametz, And here the Gemara is going to discuss the connection to the, um, one of the Mishnas that we had before. But you get to the timing. When does the Zman of Yisr begin? So the man of Yisr begins at Chatsais. Then there was the Machlaikis, the Gzaira of the Chachamim. How much before Chatsais does that start? And we had three opinions before about this. And this Mishnah is a continuation to the, regarding the Gzaira of Chachamim by Chatsais. Zog the Mishnah, kol sho, shemot lechel, and the time, and the hour, that you're allowed to eat the chametz, meichel lebeheime, l'chaya, l'oifes. You're also allowed to have Hanau of the chametz. And what kind of anna you can give to eat, to the animals, whether it's a behemoth, whether it's chayis, whether it's Ifis. And also, meichel you could have benefit of your chomets by selling it to a guy. And in general, you could have any anna of the chomets. In the time, in the hour that you could eat, you could have anaw. Of in the time that you cannot eat the chomets anymore, then you can't have anna anymore. And you also can't use the chomets, to have anaw of the chametz, how? By using it to heat up an oven with it. So this Mishnah seems to be saying that the Isr Hana and the Isr Achile that Chachamim established is in the same hour, which would be one hour before Chatzais, which would follow Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that we had before. Gamara is going to discuss this in a moment. So the Mishnah how about regarding the halacha of burning the chametz itself? And now we're not talking about the Chiv minat Rabbanam, we're talking about the Chiv minat of tashbiso to burn your chametz or to get rid of your chametz. How do you get rid of your chametz? The only way you get rid of your chametz is by burning it. chamem Ma'imrim. The say no. It doesn't have to be burned. You crumble the chametz, you throw it into the wind, or you throw it into the water. You don't have to burn it. In the Gemara will discuss in great length the Pshat and the and there's a tzicha from the Rebbe, a very geshmaki Indian on this. We'll discuss it in Metzushem when we get to the Gemara. But first, the Gemara discusses the first part of the Mishnah where it said that the time when it's Asa to eat the chametz and the time when it's Asa to have anaw of the chametz is the same hour. So it says the Gemara, kol shosha and the time when you're allowed to eat your chametz, machel you're allowed to also have anaw by giving it to eat to your animals. So ha, I see from this that kol a, and the time when you can't eat your Chomets machel. Then you can't give a tea to your animals either. Whose opinions does this follow? Laimemasnison? This does not follow the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. I mentioned before Rabbi Yehuda, I switched the names. So the Gemara here is saying that this is not Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Why? What did Rabbi Yehuda say? The Rabbi Yehuda, if it would follow Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the time when there's the Issa of eating and the time when there's the Issa on is not the same hour. There's the fifth hour in the morning. Where then you're not allowed to eat it anymore. It's two hours before Chatzai, so you're not allowed to eat it. But umaychul. You still allowed to have a no. According to Rabbi two hours before Chatzayis, you're not allowed to eat. One hour before Chatzayis, you're not allowed to have a no. So it's not the same hour. It's not the Mishnah, they said in the previous Pedic, Rabbi, Rahim Rabbi, it says, Kul Chomesh, the entire fifth hour. Eichlun Kol Chomesh, you could eat it the entire fifth hour. Visurfimit Chilas Sheish. It's only from the beginning of the sixth hour, one hour before Chatzayis, that you're not allowed to eat it and you have to burn it. You're not allowed to have anah either. Abmeyer says, it's all one hour. Ab and Imar, says, kol Arba. You could only eat to the end of the fourth hour. V'toilin kol Chamish. Then in the fifth hour, it's toilin. It's only partially Osir. Meaning you can't eat it anymore, but you still could have anah. V'sayr Sheish. Only one hour before Chatzais, that's when you're obligated to burn it, and you can't have no anymore. So our Mishnah seems to be going, according to Mayor's opinion, that it's one hour before Chatzais, that you can't eat it, and you can't have a no. So you're going to say that our Mishnah follows Rabmeir, But there's one word in the Mishnah that shows that it's not Rav Meir. Why? Why does the Mishnah switch the language? When it comes to eating, it uses the word Mutter. That you're permitted to eat it. And then it says... Machl. When it comes to the hana, it doesn't say the word mutter, that you mutter to be machl. It just says machl. You can give to eat to the animals. Why does it switch the language? It should have said, kosha, sho, machl. Why doesn't it say it together? It's one Indian. It's the same hour. In that hour where you eat, you eat and you also give to the animals to eat. Why is it saying mutter? The fact that it switches the language, it's mashma, that it's two separate things. Mutter lechl is not necessarily referring to you. Someone else is allowed to eat it someone else is allowed to eat it, then you could go ahead and give it to eat to the animals. Otherwise, the Mishnah would have used one, it would have set it together as one Indian. According to Rabbi Meir, it's, it's one gazeta that in that hour, you can't eat it and you can't have a no. So, I should have said it together. So, therefore, says, our mission is not Rab Yudah, not Rab but there was a third opinion we learned before. Masnisin Rab Gamliel hi. Our mission is Rab Gamliel, that nan, Rab Gamliel Chulin, Cholim can be eaten until the end of the 4th hour. Truma, so as we learned extensively in the previous Patek, we're not interested in burning truma if we don't have to. You're not allowed to burn truma, you're supposed to eat it. So therefore truma they gave an extra hour. Chol Khamish. you can eat it till the end of the 5th hour. The 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 betchil asheish, in the beginning of the 6th hour, that's when is says, Bahanah for everybody. So now the pesher in our why it switches the loshen is as follows: Kol mutter in the hour, in the fifth hour, when a koyim So when it says mutter, it's not referring to yourself. Because the Yisrael can't eat the uh, Chomets anymore. But in that hour, that somebody else, the Kayan, can eat the So then, Yisrael, Machel, Choln le Beheim le In that fifth hour, it's Mutta for yourself to give it to your Beheim, and Oifus. That's how you read the Mishnah. So Mutta and Machel does not exactly go together. Mutta Lechel is talking about the Kayan, and Machel is talking about you about the Yisrael. So the, our Mishnah is Rabbi Gamliel's opinion. So this is an exception. Usually you have a Mishnah like this, which is a Stam Mishnah, you pass in like Rabbi Gamliel. But over here, huh, we don't pass in like Rabbi Gamliel. This is a, an unusual thing. We had the Gemara discussed it before. That even though Al-Khair, you have a Stam Mishnah here like Rabbi Gamliel, nevertheless, we pass in like Rabbi Yehuda. That the Isra Achille starts two hours before Chatzais and the Isra of Hanoah starts one hour before Chatzais. But now the Gemara is going to go into the rest of the details of the Mishnah. Why does it say? behema Chaya, Oifis, you can get your kavan, no. you can give it to eat to your animals. Why does it have to spell out all these details? Why does it mention that you're giving it to a domesticated animal and then and then it's saying also that you can give it to a chaya, to a wild animal that comes and grabs, you can give it to eat. So, the both have to be mentioned. If it would be saying that you can give it to an animal, the if you're feeding an animal that's domesticated, whatever it leaves over. Chazilah, you'll see it, it leaves it over right there in the open, it doesn't go and hide its chametz. So it's going to leave it over in your house, you're going to make sure to burn it. It's not going to stay there over Pesach. Avochaya, but it comes to an animal, a wild, wild animal that you're going to feed. The imishayda, if it leaves over any chametz, what does it do with it? Chametzanala. The nature of this animal is that it goes and it hides it away. It doesn't just leave it out in the open. Eimilloy. I would say that you're not allowed to feed it on out of Pesach because you're giving it. To you, you're causing trouble. It's going to go and feed and hide it over Pesach. The other hand, if it would only say Chaya, there would be an opposite metzana. Because if it's going to have Khamits and it's going to leave over the Khamits, what is it going to do with the Chomets that it's going to leave over? It's going to hide it. And if it's going to hide the Khamits, so then Rashi here says, you're not going to be over on Bal Yeroy. Because you can't see it. You don't, you don't see where it is. You're going to be over on Bal Yeroy because it's still found in your property, but you're not going to be over on Bal Yeroy. That's Rashi's chat but when it comes to an animal, zimne in the the animal does leave a domesticated animal, does leave over from the Khamets, and you might not pay attention to what it left over. and you're going to be over You're going to be over on both because it's going to be exposed and you're not going to notice it and you'll be over on both and I would say that you shouldn't feed an animal that leaves it out in the open, so therefore it's Therefore, I have to have <laughs> both of these cases to tell you that you're allowed to feed the behemoth and the chayyah. Taizves adds to Rashi, or maybe Taizves actually argues with Rashi, and Taizves says that if an animal hides the chomets, you're not even not on and not on because it's hidden. And if it's hidden, it's not even considered to be motzi to you, because you have no idea where it is. So the Pnei Yeshua, all the Achranim explain, it doesn't mean that if you have chomets in your house and you have no idea where it is, that you're not even on Bayerah and that's the whole reason we do B'dikah's chametz to find the chametz in a crack and a hole somewhere. Even if you don't know where it is, you're going to be over by it all by a matzah. All of a sudden comes our gemara and says, according to Tasis, the that if the Chayah hides the chametz, you're not Ava by it all by a matzah. Says the Pnei Yeshua, the pshat here is because here you did B'dikah. If you don't do bidika, and there's chametz that's left somewhere in a crack in the house, you're going to be over. But if you did B'dikeh and then a Chaya comes and schleps Chometz and puts it in a corner somewhere, we have no idea where it is. That's what's called Chometz She'eine yudua. And you did B'dikeh, you're not over by it all. You did, before, all. Not huh? you did before, not after you gave it to the khaya. And a Hanami, even if you did B'dikeh before, true. But now the Chaya went and did something on its own. If you're living in your house and you're eating chametz and chametz that you eat rolls into a hole somewhere, or you placed it somewhere and you forgot about it, so then you're over on that. But if you did B'dikeh and then the Chaya on its own goes and places it somewhere, that's chametz She'ein and you're not over, not by and not by That's the Kiddush of this thesis. Rashi, however, as I mentioned, disagrees. Rashi says, you're not going to be over by Yeroa, because it's not exposed, but you will be over by So therefore the Gemara makes a distinction between Behemah and Chaya. So the betul helps only after bedikah. Yeah. Well, the betul helps without bedikah. The rabbanah. With the rabbanah, you must do bedikah. That goes back to what we learned in the uh, first pedik. So we explained why we need behem and Chaya. What do we need Oifis for? Why does it mention you could feed birds? Oifis la says the Gemara, you're right. It really doesn't know uh, additional Chiddush here. Once it mentions you could feed the behem and the Chaya, Tani Nami So it finishes it off and says that you can feed birds as well, but really there's no additional Chiddush in that. The Gemara goes to the next case, it said in the Mishnah, you can sell your chamus to the guy before the time of the Yisr. Pshita. it's obvious. if it's the time you could have a no so you could feed it to your animals, why shouldn't you be allowed to sell it to a guy? It comes to exclude an opinion. There is an opinion. Basishai holds you can't sell your chametz to a guy before Peach. You shouldn't sell your chametz to a guy unless you know that the chametz you're selling to the guy, he will get rid of it before Pesach. If you look at the bottom, Rashi, Rashi says, mitzvah mm. your mitzvah is to get rid of the chametz, and we're talking about over here within 30 days to Pesach. It doesn't mean all year round. Within 30 days to Pesach, so then your, your, your mitzvah is to get rid of it, and therefore you can't sell it to the guy. And if he doesn't get rid, of, if the guy has it, what are you either on? I don't know if you either anything, but you, you should. Means it means that midrabanon. They said that you have to dafka get rid of it, and therefore you shouldn't sell it to the guy because then you're not being Mikhaim your mitzvah. You're not doing. You're not going to be over, but you're also not fulfilling your mitzvah. So therefore, don't don't sell it to the guy because you right now have an active mitzvah to go ahead and burn it. Right, it it's still, it's still Mefader v'zayre, the chometz breaks apart and it doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's like it doesn't. It's not the It gets totally goes into the wind and it's, or it gets dissolved in the water. It's a different story. The Gemara is going to explain what happens then anytime that you can eat your chametz, you're also allowed to sell your chametz to the guy as long as you get it out of your property and you sell it to a guy, it's okay. You don't have to get rid of it. Rabbi Yudah ben B'Seidah says, there's this mixture that they made or this um, dip or sauce that they made of kutach, which was made from spoiled milk and it had also pieces of chametz in it. So this kind of uh, uh, sauce, uh, thirty days before Pesach, you're not allowed to sell it to a guy. So Rashi explains that Rabbi Yehuda is coming to clarify Beshame's opinion that within thirty days of Pesach. So that's the time when you, if you sell it to a guy, this is a kind of chametz that will remain over Pesach. If you're going to sell all the chametz to a guy, let's say you sell chametz to a guy a week before Pesach. It's safe to assume that that Chametz that you'll sell to the guy will rot and it won't be anyways Roy and the Rishos of the guy once Pesach arrives. So you don't have to be concerned about that. But Kutach is a kind of sauce that's made in a way that even in, within, if you're selling it within 30 days of Pesach to the guy, it's going to remain usable and edible over Pesach. So therefore, you're not going to fulfill your mitzvah of destroying the Chametz before Pesach. So it's according to Beshami's opinion was here disagrees and says, no, there's no reason to say Rabbi Yudah ben Besedah would be talking according to Beishamai because we don't paskin like Beishamai ever. Why would Rabbi Yudah ben Besedah say something according to Beishamai? Rabbi Yudah ben Besedah is being mechadish even according to Beisillel that he would agree that you're not allowed to sell this kutach to a guy over before Pesach. And the reason is we're talking, let's say, about a kind of a sauce that's made that everybody sees that it's from a yid. It has a label on it. Oh, this is from a Yiddish company. And you sell it to the guy before Pesach and then you see the guy has this on Pesach, it seems like it looks like he bought it from the yid on Pesach. So therefore, close enough to Pesach, don't sell the products that are stick to a guy that it should look like that the guy got it from the yid that it was sold to him on Pesach itself. That's Rav Yud Ben Beceda. But of course, we don't pass him like this either. But Taisus is saying this is even according to Basil, not according to Bishamai. The next thing it said in the Mishnah, no. Then the Mishnah says that it's you to have hano in any way of the chometz before mana iser. Pshite, says the Gemara, it's obvious, after it already said, that you can give it to your animals, you can sell it to a guy, so why does it have to say, Mutubana, we already gave examples of Ana, says the Gemara, you're right, it's talking about something totally different, Leitzrich, the case here that we need this is, He took the Chomets and he singed it, he burnt it, before the Zmanay Israel starts, And Taisus adds, he burnt it to such an extent that even a dog would not eat it. And the Kamash Milan, and what it's teaching you over here is, once you singed, you burnt the Chomets to an extent that even a dog won't eat it, before the time of the Yisr is, Then, if there's any way you could have Anah of this, use it as coals or whatever it is, you're allowed to have Anah from this even after the Zman Isr. So, for example, today when we do bir chametz before the Zman isr and the chametz turns into coals, you could use that chametz as calls after the Zman isr. So, according to what the Gemara is saying here, when it says in the Mishnah, Mutta bahana, it's not a continuation from before. Mutta bahana means after the Zman Isr. That it's even muta then, because you already burnt it before. What did it say after this in the Mishnah? Of azman Ha'I, once the Zman isr comes... So then, so an hour before Chatzois, so the Zman that Chachamim established arrives, so now it's Asabano. says the Gemara P'shite, this is also obvious, don't I know that uh, you see over here from the Mishnah, that the, the Zman that's Moteh, then I understand that once the Zman Issa comes, it's also, says the Gemara, the Tzrichet, not we need this for the following thing, in the time of those hours, that it's also only mid Rabbanon, so the Mishnah is telling me the following Chiddush. You're Mekadish with chametz in that time where it's only mid Rabbanon, from the beginning of the sixth hour. And you're using chametz not only in a time where it's Ossamit Rabbanon, but you're also using kernels of wheat, for example, that are hard and do not become fully chametz ever. So it's both Chametz, which is Midrabanon, and in time when it's Asr Midrabanon. Ain Chayshish and Le Kiddushin. Because Chachamon Wa that this is Asr, we're not Chayshish, the Kiddushin does not take effect, even though minatayra the Chametz you use, and in the time you used it was Mutter. Nevertheless, we're not Chayshish to this Kiddushin. So that was the Chidish of Ovasmane Asr Bana Asai, that it's completely Asr, and even if you use it for a Kiddushin, it doesn't take effect. And this is a huge Kiddush because you're going to have to, as Rashi already mentioned this, we learned this earlier in the first pedik. we're going to have to rely on the concept of And when we say by Kiddush, we say that we're doing the kiddushim only based on the Chachamim, allowing it and agreeing to being done this way. And otherwise, Chachamim uproot the Kiddush. Because this Kiddush should take effect. But Chachamim say, uproot the Kiddush if you're doing it in a time or with Hametz that they say shouldn't be used. The next thing it said in the Mishnah, that the Chomet that shouldn't be used to heat up an oven with it. So Gemara, this is all subsheet. It's also obvious. It's a form of a hanah that we know is not allowed. So gemara we need this for the following reason. But Rabbi Yehuda, the chiddush according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Omah ain be chametz as it says in the end of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is the only way to get rid of chometz is by burning it. Salke Daita chamina. So I, I would think to say, v'omer Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi says that the mitzvah is to burn the chametz that, that is the mitzvah. That's how you get rid of the chametz So bahadi the while you're burning your chametz lishani mine. You could have annaar from the chametz, Since this is the mitzvah to burn the chametz. so while you're burning it, you could also use the fire to heat up your food at the same time. Kamash malan, that's the chiddush here that you're not allowed. Now the Gemara starts. This is a new sugi that's going to last about two and a half platter so. And the Gemara is going to discuss the source of the isr annaar of chametz. never says in the Torah anywhere clearly that you shouldn't have a naw of chametz. It just says you shouldn't eat chametz. So, how do we know that it's also not allowed to have a no from the Chametz, any benefit from the Chametz? And from there, the Gemara is going to go into all Isurim, all kinds of Isurim, and a whole list of different Isurim that will be discussed there. What's the source of the Isra and Isra no? And actually, there are some things that are only Asr and are not Asr BaNa. What's the source of the distinction? So this is a long sugyih discussing Isra no versus Isra'ah and the source of this. What is the source <coughs> of the fact that chometz is aser ba'na? because the Torah says lo ye'achel chometz. It doesn't say lo yeichal, which would be the usual way to read it. That don't eat it. It says ye'achel. It should not be eaten. Which means, why does the Torah write it in this way? Lo yehei boy. Heter Achila. there should not be a heter of even having any hana of it, which could lead to eating it. That's really, so this, it's, the, it's the way the Taylor wrote it, Yeh Ocheel. So Rashi has an interesting shot on this, Rashi says that what happens is, a person has Hanah of chametz. What's the Hanah of chametz? You sell the chametz, and you have money that you make. And then what do you do with that money that you make? You buy food. So it comes out that your uh, chametz that you sold, and you make money, is then being used to buy food to eat. So when the Torah writes, yei ochel, it's saying, don't have hanah of the Khamets that leads to eating. Because you sell it, you have money, and it brings to eating. But it's not talking about only the eating of the Khamets itself. Also the iser of having hanah. That's the source. It says, the Gemara, time the cross lo yei So according to Chizkiah, the only reason we know that it's asabah no is because of this wording here. That it says, yei ochel, and not yei but if it would not write ye'ochel, if it would write yoychal, then I would say yoychal is just not to eat it and it does not include to not have any benefit of it. Well, please the rabavo, and he's arguing rabavo, the amar Rabavol rabavo, said, no, doesn't matter. Any time the Torah uses any of these expressions, not to eat something which is aser. When the Taita writes the Isa Achila, it means Isa as well. It's only if the Taita will explicitly spell out that you're allowed to have Hano, then I know that it's muta to have anor, as the Taita writes clearly by anor, which we'll see in a moment here in the Braisa. But if the Taita doesn't spell it out explicitly, the term Achila in the Taita means also Hano. So there's a famous pshat from the Rambam that he writes in the Sefer HaMitzvahs. Why? So what's the pshat? If the Torah is telling you the Isra no, so then why is it writing it in the lashon of Achille? So the Rambam says, because what, what, what really is the Isra Achille? The Isra Akhilah is about the action that the food is placed in your mouth and it's physically found in your mouth and then found in your stomach. It's not an Isr of an action. The Isr of Achilleh itself is the Hanah that you have of achilah. What is the whole difference between akhilah and any other action? Achilah is the Hanah that you have of achilah. Whether the hana in your mouth, whether the hana in your stomach, that you become full from it, whatever it is. But the whole Isr of achilah is the Hanah. So when the trader writes achilah, it means the Hanah. Of so if it means the Hanoi of the Achille, the tait is telling you that any Hano is also. el says the Rambam, Achille is the main Hanoi of a person. More than any other hanah, Achille is the main Hanoi. So therefore the tait expresses the Iser Hano through the Loshon Achille. But really it means any Hano. That was the basis of Rabbavo's shita. Chiskiyah says, no. Chiskiyah says, Achille is specifically Achille. Hanoi, the tait has to specifically change the word to Yei ochel, to be machadash Achille. Uh, Hanoi that is. So here the Gemara is going to bring the source of where we find regarding Nevele. By Nevele, the taita specifically says that it's What does it say by Nevele? So the Gemara actually brings a Braisa about this, a little bit of a long Braisa and a Machleikis about this. The Tanya we learned in the Braisa. What does it say by Nevele? And then the taita says but you could have anah from it. Like a Ger that's living in your cities. This refers to a Ger Taishav, which is a guy that accepts upon himself Sheva Mitzvah and so on. So to this Ger, Titnena, you can give, it to, give him the Nevela as a gift. Vachola and let him eat it. Or sell it to a Guy. So the Pasik is clearly spelling out that you could have hanah from the Nevela. So now the Braiser will discuss why is it saying here in the Pasik two different things? For the ger toishav, it says, give it to him as a gift, and for the guy, sell it to him. If I read this pasik literally, it seems like the Tait is telling me, for a ger tayshav, when you give him an availer, don't charge him for it; give it to him for free. But by a guy, if you if you're giving it to a guy, sell it to him; charge him for it. That's what it seems like. But says Gemara, but no, how do I know? Leger ben minayin. How do I know that this novella, you could sell it to a guy as well and charge him for it as well. It's not dafka. You could give it to him as a gift or you could sell it to him as well. It doesn't make a difference. Talmud Laymar So the way to read the pasik, you could put the punctuation in the pasik differently. Lager arasher Oy Macher. You can give it to him or sell it to him, period. So you put the punctuation in a way that it's telling you that you can either give it to a, as a gift or sell it to the guy. Or sell it to the ger toyshev that is. How do I know that even for a guy, you don't have to sell it to him, but you could even give it to him as a gift. Again, you put the punctuation differently. That you either give it as a gift or sell it to the guy. So Nitzes Omer. So what this teaches me is echad You have your, from your uh, uh, animal that you shechted and the shechite was not uh, kosher. So you have nevela meat. What do you do with your nevela meat? You could either gift it to a ger or a guy, or you could sell it to a ger or a guy. It doesn't make any difference. Divrei This is Rabmeir's opinion. Well, did this so the Gemara will soon ask that question. But uh, why, why, why would there be even a svata to make a distinction between a Ger teshav and a guy? The Gemara will soon explain that as well. We'll see in a moment. But right now we see that Meir's opinion is that it's equal. A, gay- a Ger teshav and a guy is equal. You can either gift it to them or sell it to them. Rabbi Yudah Rabbi argues. Rabbi Yudha says, no, dvarim k'chsovan. You have to read the Pasuk and don't play around with the punctuation in the Pasuk. You have to read the Pasuk literally. <laughs> When it comes to a guy, you can give it to him as a gift, or you should give it to him as a gift. You don't charge him. Well, the a ger there is, yeah, you give it to him as a gift. Well, <speaking> the <in Hebrew> and a guy, you have to sell it to him. You you know you have to charge him for it exactly like it's written in the Pasik. So, my time at Rabbi So, what's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that says that you read the pasuk as is? So the Gemara says, very simple, Because if you're going to say the Peshat and the Pasik is, that there is no distinction between a, a Nachri and a Ger Taishav, so then, Licht of Rachmana, why does not the Pasik put it all together? La Ger asher umacher. should have said it all together as one. For the Ger, either gift it to him or sell it to him. Not or, without an or, umacher. <speaking> Oy, Lamali, Why is the trader writing that word, Oy? What, what does it say in the Pasuk? Oy, It sounds like we're making a distinction there. When it writes that word, Oy, it's separating between a goy and the ger, Toshav. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, why does it say the word, Oy? No, it does, it's not there to separate between them. Lachaktim, Nesine, de Ger de all the Tait is coming to say is that you have two options what to do with your Nevela meat. Your first option should be to give it as a gift to a Ger If you don't have a Ger to give it as a gift, so then sell it to the guy. The eye is just there to say what your first preference should be. But you are allowed to both gift it or sell it to either a guy or a Ger Taishab. Doesn't make any difference. So it says, the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, The fact that your first preference should be to gift it to a Ger Toyshev, I don't need a Pasuk for that. Why? ger There's another Pasuk where it clearly says, Rashi brings the Pasuk, it says, Ger Teshav Chai Imach. Chai Imach says regarding a Ger Toyshev as well. So it's, you have an obligation to support an a Ger Toyshev. So therefore, I don't, I don't need a special Pasuk from this to teach me that your first preference should be to give it as a gift to a guy. So a guy, you don't have the obligation to support him, to give him a livelihood. So therefore, I don't need the word oy for that. I can understand it from this, that the Pasuk already said in another place. So from the Gemara here we can see what's the reason to make a difference between a Ger and a Nachri because a Ger Taishev you have an obligation to support it. Elamai <laughs> Rabbi Yehuda held that therefore I don't need the Pasek here to, t- to clarify that to me and therefore the Oi is dividing the Pasek into two Rabbi Meir holds no, the Pasek here is telling me just a preference it's only telling me the preference to give it to a, a, a Ger Toyshev before you sell it to a guy Okay, now what comes out from this whole Brayseh? That from this pasik I see that when it comes to the nevela, the Issa nevela is only an Issa Achila. Not allowed to eat it. But you are allowed to have Hanah from it. So what did Rabbi say? The fact that by nevela the Torah has to clearly spell out the Issa Achila and say that you are allowed to have Hanah, that teaches me that in every other place when the Torah writes, l'yaycha, 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 it always means Achila and Hanah. Only if the Torah is spelled out clearly the Iser and Achille and the Hetter then it'll be Mutter Bahano. Says the Gemara, but Bish le Rabmeir. This is understood according to Rabmeir. The Rai of Rabavo from this from the vela is understood according to Rabbi Meir The Alma, what did Rabbi Meir say? Echad ger echad that the Pasuk here is not teaching me anything new about what you do with this nevela because it's all the same. A ger, a nochri, you can sell it, you can gift it to them, it makes no difference. So therefore I can learn out from here. if I need a special Pasuk to say that you're allowed to have anah from the nevela, so I know that only Neweyla is mutabah. But any other everything else would be to eat it and also to have anah. But Rabbi Yehuda that says that here, when the Torah comes to say what you do with this nevela meat, it's coming to spell out specifically what you should do. You should gift it to a Gert or sell it to a guy. So. So you can't learn out, Rabavol can't learn out anything from here. What was Rabavol's diuk? Why did the Taira have to let me know here the Isra no? Very simple, because I wanted to let you know these details. I wanted to let you know the distinction between a ger and a Gai. Maybe that's why the Taira said the no. Not to teach me a rule in Kala taira Kula that when it writes it doesn't include Isra no. So from where does he know According to Rabavav, from where would we say according to Rabbi Yehuda that whenever the taita writes Lo Yeichal, it means Issarachila and Issarano, unless it spells out specifically the Hetar of so, Anah. Says the Gemara, there's another place. He learns it out. Nafkele Milakeleft Tashlichun Oisai. What does it say regarding Treifa? So this is not Nevela meat, but this is Treifa meat. Right? Treifa meat is different. The shechita was done properly. Elamai, you find the animal to be a Treifa. Which means that it couldn't live for 12 months, all the different traifas that there are. And what does it say? What do you do with the traifa? See, here the Torah as well spells out what you should do with it. It says you can't eat it, but you can have a naw from it. What do we learn out from this? It's traifa meat that you can throw to a dog, to feed a dog. Any other time when it says in the Torah, and it says that in the language of Lo L'yeichal also includes an Isar of Hana as well, and you can't feed the dog with this. Interesting thing that Rashi and Taisis both point out over here, the Gemara is saying that we learn it out from the extra word, Eisai. We don't learn it out from this that it says, of We learn it out from this that it says, Eisai. Why don't we learn it out just from the very fact that it tells you that you can throw <coughs> it to the dog? So I see that only here you can throw it to the dog, and not anything else. What did it say by Trefe? It says by the Trefe you can't eat it. And then it says, "Throw it to the dog." Why does it have to tell you that you can throw it to the dog? If it says you can't eat it, obviously you're allowed to throw it to the dog. You're not eating it. Why does the Gemara only learn it out from the word It Says Rashi, because from the very fact that it says of Tashlichon, the Torah is actually telling you, feed the dog, because we have to give the dog the schar for LaYach kel of the The fact that in Mitzrayim it didn't bark. By the Yidin, so therefore the Torah is telling you to give the dog its schar, so from that I can't learn out anything. It's only from the extra word isai that I learn out that there's a difference between the isar of treyfeh and all other iserun in the Torah that are Rab Meir, Now according to Rabmeir, Meir, he doesn't need this word isai because Rabbi Meir learned this out already from the Pasik by Nevela. So what does he do with this extra word of "isai? He learns out that it's the treifa that you can throw to a kelev. the ya tamashlech l'kelev, Chulin she ba'zarah. Chulin ba'zarah is when you brought an animal into the Zarah, which was Chulin. It was shechted in the azara. There's an Isra achille. You're not allowed to eat it. As Rashi brings the source. But the Torah never writes the Lashon of Achila, the Isra achille, by this uh, Isra of Chulin. If it would have written Lo Yoichal, regarding I would have known that it's asabah no as well. But the Torah never writes the Iser and Olashon of La regarding Cholim She'Nishchotu Ba'Azara. So therefore I need this Pasik to teach me that Cholim that was shechter in the Azara, not only is it forbidden to eat, it's also forbidden to have any Anoa of it. That's the what I'm learning out from this extra word of isai The Edach and Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is, that chulin shenishkhtu bazara lav dai raishi chulin that was shechted bazara it's aser but it's not asam in atayre the whole iser of chulin shenishkhtu bazara is <laughs> a takanah mitarabanan as well as the gemara explains this in the kedushin as about this and therefore he doesn't need any miot for that.